art, people, let's do this one last time. This is the way. Who am I? I am Iron Man. Romamu, I've come to bargain. We know each other. He's a friend from work. You may be wondering why the red suit. Well, that's so bad guys can't see me bleed. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. Beware my power. Green Lantern's life. That is America's ass. Language. Hey, you know what? There's another name you might know me by. Star-Lord. Who? Star-Lord, man. Legendary outlaw. You can't win, Darth. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. I am inevitable. Stop right there. I'm in. Hello, my fellow Mandalorians, and welcome back to another episode of the Flavor of the Geek podcast, where we talk about all things geek. My name is Matthew Carvalho, and I'm joined today by Michael McCaughey. How are we doing today, Mike? Hey, man, I got that bobophobia, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you do, bobophobia. <laughs> and I'm also joined today, as always, from Stephen Carvalho. How are we doing today? Hey man, don't mess with Johnny Ganamos, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> no. You heard the man. Don't mess with Johnny Ganamos, <laughs> motherfucker. Don't mess with Johnny Ganamos. Did you not watch? Don't mess episode? with Johnny Ganamos, motherfucker. How did many times? right off the tongue. Oh, uh, no, no, I did. I did watch. I did watch. He Peace says that line. Yes. He's talking to. Uh, yeah, well, Judo while goes, while Judo yeah, Master is sleeping. Yeah, he's yeah. like, don't mess with Johnny Ganamos, motherfucker. And I was like, dude. Uh, yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and I was. That was pretty funny. We'll get into that later, though, uh, into the Peacemaker series. <laughs> but, yeah, it's uh, another week. I think it's episode 17. Um, we have a few main topics off the top, and then we're going to talk about Book of Boba Fett uh, episode, I think, four, right? It's episode four? Episode four. Okay. Yeah. And then we're going to – then we'll end with the Peacemaker series episode four as well. Whoa. Wow. Look yeah. At that. That's right. So, yeah, I guess we're off, off the top. How are you guys doing? What's going on? I'm tired, man. I was tired last time. I'm tired this time. <laughs> I think it's just us. We just make you tired. No, it's just, it's just tired, man. You know? Just tired. It's too, there's so much content, so little time in the day. That's right. That's right. How are you doing, Steven? Uh, this would be one of the highlights of my week. Um it's been a stressful Aww. week at work. I mean, a lot of guys calling out sick, and today I was at at one point after like two hours of working, everybody else went home, and I was the only one there. So that mm. just feels defeating, honestly. But I should give you a raise. You know what? I'm I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> uh, uh, Those motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. Um, but <laughs> he's it, fine. It's fine. We just <laughs> this is bad. They hired two new crews to join the job site, and they um, hmm. are not as efficient, but they talk <laughs> a lot of trash about our crew for some reason. It's uh, they just started and they're talking trash yeah, about your crew. Yeah, it's weird, right? Uh, whatever. I don't know. Ah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's been uh, a These people time. have names. Let's call them out on this podcast. I'm just yeah, kidding. Don't so do that. so and so. Don't. John, <laughs> Dole, Jane, Dole. Looking at you. From Cumberland, Rhode Island. Right. <laughs> 02764. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well. Yeah. Long story short. Yeah. So you're. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Very cool. All right. Well, let's. Uh, I guess we'll jump into the news of the week now. Uh, first off Matt, the top. How are you doing? How are you doing, oh, Matt? We never me? asked that question. Yeah, well, everyone's, everyone's always like, where's Matt? No one's ever like, how is Matt? Yes, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, I'm doing good. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I yeah, don't care. Let's keep we, going. <laughs> <laughs> you jerk. Uh, okay, fine. Let's, let's keep going. So the news of the week, we got off the top, we have Moon Knight. The Moon Knight trailer dropped during the Monday Night Football last week, this week. What day is it? <laughs> Wait, it's Thursday, right? This week it dropped. So um, it was pretty exciting. I, I stayed up for it, watched it. It's It looks pretty crazy to me. And because if, if you guys know what Moon Knight's all about, like Mark Spector is Moon Knight, and then he has Stephen Grant as um, as his other persona, and then he has a couple of other, I think like a some, something Lockley as a cab driver. John Lockley. John Lockley as a cab driver. So yep. he has a few different personas. But what was interesting that I thought, just right off the top, and I'm going to go over my uh, my thoughts about it. Off the top, this trailer, it was following Steve Grant as the main character, which is weird because Mark... That seems Mar- to be what they're doing, yeah. Which is, yes, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy because Mark Spector is the main, his main um, character. He's, he's the main... Um, identity of this guy but they're following steve grant who's his who's not the main identity so i guess it's maybe maybe they're just showing the trailer as steve grant but maybe in the next trailer it'll be as as john lockley is that what you said is that what you said mike john john lockley yeah yeah maybe the next trailer will follow john lockley and maybe the one after that before they release it will be about mark specter so maybe Maybe it is all all three of them we're going, be, we're going to be following, or maybe it really is just Steve Grant we're going to be following, and we're going to know nothing else from the other personas. So I I kind of like it either way. I think it'll be real fun to see. Um, it kept jumping all over the place, like he didn't know what was going on, can't sleep, uh, so he has to download an app and talk to people to keep him awake, and he's doing Rubik's Cube, and then... He's falling asleep on the train while heading to the work, which he works at a gift shop at a museum, apparently, but not the same museum that uh, that the Eternals work at. Uh, what's Cersei and what's his name? But I'm just forgetting everyone's name today. But yeah, Cersei and the other one there. Icarus? No, no, no. no. Who's uh, John who's Snow? John Snow, right? Cersei and John Snow. Dick but, something. <laughs> yes. It- isn't that actually his name? What is it? Dick Dane Whitman. Whitman. Dane Whitman. Whitman. Yeah, right. Because Dane Whitman <laughs> and Cersei, they also work at a, a museum in, I believe, London. But I don't think it's the same yeah. museum that he works at in the gift shop. But maybe it is. That'll be pretty interesting. But that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Because Moon Knight's definitely gonna be part of the Midnight Suns, right? I, I'm not wrong about that. You talking right? about the Moon Knight Suns? Yeah, Moon Knight Suns. Ooh, I like it. Ooh. Yeah. Well, that's my initial thoughts on the trailer. How about you, Mike? What did you think about the trailer? There, uh, you know, I, I feel like maybe whoever uh, whoever is directing this movie may have <laughs> may have by chance 
turned on his favorite podcast, Flavor of the Geek, and heard me talking a little smack like I'm uh, like I'm Steven's work crew. Yeah. And he thought, you know what, this guy hates the British accent. What if we made the main character the personality with the British accent? Yes. Because now, because what's his name? Stephen Grant. Stephen but he, Grant. I, it looks like, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of, the, for the first thing that came to mind, it reminds me of the TV show Chuck in a way, and it reminds me of the movie uh, American Ultra with Jesse Eisenberg, if you guys haven't seen that. And essentially what I mean by that is what you've got in this case is you've got a guy who can't sleep, but he just works at a gift shop, and he's going to find out that he's essentially almost like a sleeper agent, right? That he's got like a hidden identity Ooh. that he doesn't know about, which seems to be Mark Spector. Mm -hmm. Remember when he, when he knocks out the wall and he takes out like the walkie-talkie and the the name tag or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that says he's like he's like, hey, who's Mark Spector? You know, like <laughs> that whole thing. Why you call me that? Oh. Yeah, who are you? Why you so me Mark? yeah. What's going on? Oh, What's the deal? Call me Mark Spector. <laughs> like, you know, it's <laughs> just really just oh. all <laughs> all vowels, no consonants. <laughs> um, but. Uh, it's it seems like that's the angle they're going with where it's you know a, a guy who the fact that he can't sleep right so you don't know you don't know he's waking life in his sleeping life so there's gonna be a lot of like it's gonna be very trippy and there's gonna be a I, I, I do like the I'm a big fan of the aspect of him you know it's multiple personal multiple personalities right so he's right. waking up and he's in a truck and he has a gun and there's a guy falling out the back like you just kind of coming to and being in these perilous situations right um is they can visually from like a cinematic standpoint you can do a lot with that i think that's gonna be really interesting mm. um but uh i'm assuming they're gonna go into you know i don't know if it's been a, a, announced as the cast but the guy raul bushman the one that oh, how Bushman, he became right. Moon Knight in the first place. Right. Yeah, I'm assuming Bushman's going to make an appearance in he's some regard. He's going to be the villain, I'm assuming, right? That's that's right. kind of the whole thing. Um, so I don't know who they're going to cast for that, but hmm. uh, if it's if it's been announced, but I th I think that could be really interesting to see. But yeah, yeah, it's it's a little it's a little annoying that they went full full <laughs> uh, accent on me. As like a punishment, but <laughs> yeah. but it looks. I'm really. I'm way more invested in it now. Seeing that trailer, I like it. You saw Conchu for like half a second. Mm-hmm. Big old undead bird looking yeah, fella. Yeah, yeah. You you saw him. That looked cool. Mm -hmm. um, I think the the actual uh, him the way he turns into Moon Knight with like the mummy wrap. Yeah, you know, transforming. I think that that is really so cool. cool. Yes. So it's, it, I think it's gonna be good. I'm I'm looking forward to it a lot. I, I agree. And I, I think what might happen, because it's six episodes long, so I'm thinking what's going to happen is the first episode, we're not going to see how he becomes Moon Knight. And it might slowly, kind of like Boba Fett, where like you see flashbacks of what happens yeah. to him. Uh, that's yeah, what I, based off of the trailer, that's kind of seem, that kind of seems like how it's going to go, is that we're not going to just see Mark Spector go to Egypt and become Moon Knight. But we're going to see Steve Grant and then him piecing it together throughout meeting the people on the phone and whoever else it is, but that's, <laughs> it's trying to get him to, to chill the fuck out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Steven, what are your thoughts on this one? Oh man. I, 
I went into this. I I, I watched a, a review on like Moon Knight, like get a little more of a uh, breakdown of his character. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I watched the the uh, trailer. And I was fucking blown away. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. Out of all the Disney Plus, uh, se- uh, Marvel series that have come out so far, like the trailers that are supposed to hook us in to these TV series, I think this was definitely my favorite, and for many reasons. One, you talking about you talking about a man who dealing with kind of like an, a mental illness right now, like he he's unable to, to, to fall asleep. You talk about that. And he can't even tell the difference between his normal life and his dreams. That is so freaking uh, trippy. I'm sorry, what What can he not tell the difference between? <laughs> his normal life his, and his, his dreams. His waking life. It's, it's, you're saying it with such a strange accent. I don't know if it sounded <laughs> like that in the trailer. Oh, what is sorry. It? You can't oh. tell the difference between his normal life or his dreams. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. That, Does okay. that make more sense? I, I remember oh, that. Oh, there we go. That sounded so strange. So. I couldn't remember that part. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so it's it's so trippy to me because uh, you see him playing with the Rubik's Cube. You see him able to fall asleep and only... He, he only to, to jump out of bed in a panic with his foot chained to his bed. Like, it jumps between... It feels like it was scene to scene to scene. Boom, boom, boom. And the best part is that they had uh, Kid Cudi's day in Yes. Night. Oh, it's such a good use now, of music. Yeah. Right? I love that song okay. anyway. I've never seen a better use in a trailer than this oh, song. So All you hear is good. day and night, tick, tick, tick. It's day so and night, good. tick, tick. Tick and I'm like I'm getting this is suspenseful man for me I love it and he keeps going further and further on the fucking trailer and you meet um so he, he forgets that he's he forgets he was the one who restrained himself at, uh the night before nice with the chains on his foot um after visiting a museum on ancient Egypt like as you said he sees a vision of a conchu and he later meets uh, Ethan Hawke's villain a cult leader that encourages him to embrace the darkness within himself Arthur oh, that's really Arrow, cool. right. To say that, like you embrace the darkness he's, from the off the he's, back, he's a, like embrace it. He's a cult leader, and then um, played right, right. And then the trailer ends with Mark being enveloped, enveloped. Is that the right word I'm looking for? Enveloped, yeah, enveloped yeah. by the Moon Knight costume, and the shot of him really beating someone up in the bathroom. I think it was a bathroom, right? It was. It, it was seemed, yeah. Yeah, it was in a, in a bathroom. I'm sitting there like, oh my god, I want more of this, and I didn't even care that much about this TV series. Like I kept, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm looking at the reviews, I'm seeing the, the the, I'm looking at the breakdowns and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, cool, but how is this really gonna be a playing factor in the unlimited number of Marvel TV series that we're gonna be getting in the next few years? And let me just tell you, man, this more than any other show. It hooked me so fucking fast. From the first day and night that they said in the trailer, I was like, ooh, okay. And then you start to I toss and turn, and I keep twisting my mind, mind, boom. Do the whole song. Tick. Boom. <laughs> boom. Get it, 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 get it. And then it gets too, it gets so fucking insane. And it's just, oh, man. He really does remind me of a... Uh, a Marvel version of Batman. You know I mean, what he is? Point, you know what he is? But... He's an Egyptian Power Ranger. Yes, okay, thank you. you I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. 
Go Go Egypt Racer. I'm super, I'm super, ex- <laughs> I'm super excited for this freaking series, and I didn't think I was going to be, but this trailer really hooked me into it. Cool. And let's talk about yeah. that. Uh, talk about that scene in the bathroom one more time, because in the original trailer, the teaser trailer they dropped, he wasn't punching anyone, and they CGI'd, they had CGI'd something that he was punching this trailer. So there wasn't anything there on the ground that he was punching before in the in the previous trailer. Oh, that's right. So, but I, there was one one YouTube channel saying that it was Werewolf by Night, which I don't believe. Since we're talking about no talking about Egypt, it kind of looked like what, what are they called the uh, jackals? It like a jackal, right? So maybe like a, a, one of the knights of Khonshu. So like someone that oh, okay. he like he sent yeah. a jackal to go retrieve Moon Knight or do something with Moon Knight or fight Moon Knight and then Moon Knight beats the crap out of him. <laughs> so as you do, yeah, as you do, as you do. But the trailer, yeah, I, I love the trailer, um, especially that scene when he's just punching the shit out of that jackal. But yeah, like it. What was all, what was y'all's favorite part of the epi- of the of the trailer? I think Steven said the music, right? <laughs> it was definitely the music, the score of, of the entire thing. It just it made it so much more twisted and so much more suspenseful for me. Hmm. I'm a big fan of the just the overall general concept of, of him coming to and being in, in the weird situations. I think they can do a lot with that. I know there's already been two so far. There was the one where he, you know, I guess wakes up, if you will. He's got bloody knuckles and there's three dudes on the ground. That was the first trailer. And this one, he mm-hmm. wakes up. He's, he's driving a truck with a gun in his hand and a dude <laughs> falling out the back. So yes, <laughs> real dangerous. But I just, I think that's very interesting. And, and uh, this kind of, this trailer, it, trailers in general, for the most part, I've stopped watching them. Marl mm-hmm. has kind of wrote me in. I mean, like the last Spider-Man one, of, I, you have to watch it, right? Yeah. But trailers have for a long time had a problem of giving away way too much which makes sense because you want to entice people to watch your product right but when you give out the you know especially with movies when you give away major plot points in movies or a comedy has you know the best you know the the biggest gag in it um in the trailer and so it, it gives it all away so when you go to actually see the the movie or show whatever it is you already know the big plot points that are about to occur uh, some are much worse than others this was a good one mm-hmm. the way they use the music and you know not just kind of giving the quick glimpses and you know general uh general starting points of his origin and and, and what have you they haven't uh they haven't given away too many spoilery type uh, type things. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to it. I, I think that they did a good job. I'm hoping that the remaining trailers between now and it comes out don't uh, don't spoil too much. I don't know. I mean, maybe at this point, I feel like I've, I've seen enough to get hooked. Maybe I just won't watch any more trailers. That yeah. kind of goes against <laughs> us talking about it in the show. But No, I, I mean, uh, that makes sense. You don't have to watch I, all I'm the trailers. I'm definitely enticed. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to like... You know, I I've read up on his biography. I know about the character. I don't want to, I don't want to, there to be a, a, a cool like suit moment or something. Like, <laughs> I, the kind of thing where, the kind of thing where someone you know it happens in superhero movies all the time. 
or it's, I mean, it happens in like Iron Man, right? Where he's like, on, you know, in danger, he's getting held up by someone. It's a climactic moment. And then, you know, he gets his suit and he, and he puts it on. Mm -hmm. I'm imagining something like that where he's, he's about to, uh, he's about to get taken out. And then all you start to see the mummy wrapping going around him, you know, that, like that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. I'm assuming that's uh that's going to happen. That's a perfect trailer type moment, but I don't want to see that. I want to see that when I watch the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Definitely so, better watching it. So we'll, uh, see we'll see, sure. but I'm, yeah, you got me again, Marvel though. You wrote me in, you got me again. You <laughs> dug your talons into me and now I'm ready. I'm waiting for it. I think my favorite part of the episode, I think is when, uh, he's running, well, running down the hallway, it seems gets to the elevator and Khonshu's going to be coming into the elevators, like walking down the hallway. It's so dark. Like, I don't, I don't know. I liked it. And then the old lady walks in and says she's looking, it is very looking for his Yeah. He's looking for his contact. And he's like, I hope you find it. <laughs> it's comical <laughs> but also horror-y. Yeah. Not like horror-y, but like horror-y. You know what I mean? It's, it, it, I mean it's probably gonna have a couple <laughs> of jokes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right, Steven, what were you gonna say? No, so all I all I wanted to say was um the way that he's going to transform into Moon Knight and all that, he's going to take some down some bad guys, and then the suit's going to disappear, and he's going to wake up, and he's not going to know what the fuck happened. It's going to kind of remind me of the Hulk, pre like him turning into um, Doctor Hulk, Doctor Hulk, Professor Hulk. Professor Hulk. Sorry, Hulk. sorry, Professor Hulk. Sorry, Messed Hulk MD. Um, <laughs> so it's it's, it's pre Professor Hulk where. The Hulk would go into a huge rage monster and – or Bruce would go into a, a huge rage monster and he would not remember anything that had happened during his rampage or his fights. You know, he would turn back into Bruce Banner after something happens and he'd be like, what happened? And he'd still have pants on and all that, whatever. And um, <laughs> it's weird. I don't know how they they, – they, 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 they touched upon that in the first Avengers movie, and then they never talked about it again. He always had pants afterwards. But He's whatever. got pants, man. He's wearing jeggings. Yeah. There you go. He, he figured out the issue, but uh, it's, it's going to remind me of that when he turns back and forth between uh, Mark Spector or Stephen Grant or whoever, whoever, whichever personality he's taking on. Uh, once he goes back from Moon Knight into that, um, he's going to completely forget what actually happened, and it's going to be very tough for him to keep track of the people he's meeting and also the people he's killing or beating up, you know, or yep. taking down. Yep. So it's going to be very interesting because it, it feels more like a, uh, a very twisted mental illness for him, and he's going to be a superhero as well, which is Oh, just as a side yeah. note. Uh, it's Jake Lockley, by the way. I said John Lockley. I apologize. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, Jake could be short, short for John. There. So, sure. That has never yeah. happened in the history of the okay. world. That's yes, it has. Jack nope. is definitely a, <laughs> a nickname. Jake. No, Jack. Oh, you said Not Jake. Jake. Uh, it's right. Jake. Jake. My Lockley. favorite actor, John <laughs> Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I loved him in Spider Man. Right, 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 right. Johnny Jill, they call him. <laughs> I thought you said Jack Lockley. My bad. My bad. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Speak up! I'm just kidding. Uh, any, all right, any last thoughts on Moon Knight? Because this one's coming out March 30th, so we don't have that much time to wait. 
Oh, Looks like a real good yeah. womper of a time. <laughs> it's going to be great time. <laughs> oh, Jesus. can't wait. Oh, it's got the ookies and the spookies. <laughs> oh, seriously, cannot wait for this one. Oh, I done tied my foot to my bed, didn't I? <laughs> oh, stop it. Okay, moving on. Topic number two. We're going to talk about this only for a little mm-hmm. while. We don't even really have to discuss it that much because it's really just uh, Craven the Hunter will be released on January 13th, 2023, and we'll start filming next month. So pretty exciting news. We're actually getting some more Sony movies or Sony movies in Marvel's universe or whatever the hell it is, Marvel characters. So I think it's called Samunk or something like that. But yeah, so this one's coming out next year, and we're supposed to be getting uh, some, well, they're going to be recording, not recording, they're going to be filming next year, next month. We're also supposed to be getting a Madam Web movie that's supposed to be recording within the next couple of months. So, and Olivia Wilde was said to be uh, directing a Spider Woman movie. So, that's supposed to be hopefully filming this year as well. So, that's the three projects we have from Sony. Any thoughts on any of them? I'm not going to lie, I have no thoughts on this. At the <laughs> no. moment. Didn't think you would. <laughs> we don't have that much information. But Mike, Mike, any yeah. thoughts? With so Craven the Hunter is that going to be that's a movie or a TV show? A movie. All right, because I know that they're they're doing a, they have a TV show, or at least they had planned a TV show, um, before, and I hadn't seen much about it with Craven, and then there was like a, a girl. There was like a girl who was in high school and she was like uh like psychic and she she teamed up with Craven and like mm. they solved mysteries. Hmm. And uh I haven't seen much about it yet. I think they were they were calling it That's So Craven, I think. Oh my god. <laughs> um but I haven't of seen course. much on the development of that since uh, since yeah. it was first announced, so. Yeah, okay. Uh, starting Craven, you know Craven Simone? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Craven Simone. Yep. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, I know. That should be. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That should be a real. Uh, real you, romper of a time. How do you come up out. with this stuff? You just. <laughs> oh my God. You're crazy. <laughs> no, but uh, it looks good. <laughs> yeah, it looks good. All right, cool. Thanks. So let's move on to topic number three. This is one of the the biggest parts of the news of the week. Uh, so this is a big rumor we have right now. John Krasinski was added as Reed Richards in reshoots back in November for Multiverse of Madness. One rumor says that he will be playing Reed Richards as a variant for only that film. Another one says that he'll be a variant, but also will be going on to play Reed Richards and in the Fantastic Four movie. So in my opinion, uh, Kevin Feige has hasn't been steering us wrong yet and John Krasinski has been a fan favorite for the role since for the last few years at least and after after Spider-Man No Way Home was kind of a fan uh, kind of for the fans as well I think that this will I think it's going to happen I think that people are going to love him enough that he'll come back even though they probably should have already casted for this this movie since it's scheduled to start filming I think at the end of the year but yeah, Reed Richards being played by John Krasinski at least for one film. So we'll we'll get our wish, but kind of. Stephen, what are your thoughts on this? 
So you know that I was a huge fan of the idea of having John Krasinski as Reed Richards. Mm-hmm. And that'll never change. I think that in the long run, you have to have John Krasinski as Reed Richards. You have to have Emily Blunt as Invisible One. You have to have Zac Efron as uh, the <laughs> Human Torch. And you have to have The Rock Johnson as The Thing, man. It just has to happen that way. Oh. And I will stand by that. I will fight anybody else who tries to argue with me. But I'll probably lose the fight. I don't care. But I'll still fight. Anyway, um, <laughs> this this needs to happen, dude. Like, like uh, the fact that he was... The, the, the fact that it's being a, it's a huge rumor that he was added as Reed Richards for reshoots, you can't you, you can't just do be it a one done deal. You can't. You can't just be, oh, I'm a variant of this guy. Right. I'll be totally honest with you. If they do a Tom Cruise Iron Man thing, that's that's a totally a good idea to do a one and done thing. Cause I never want to see that again. Okay. <laughs> what? It's not something I, I, that I'm, in, I'm, all, I'm all for. I, I do not want to see Tom Cruise as an Iron Man. Oh, I really come don't. on. That is one of those those variants that you can do a one and done thing, and that's it. Because so the only person that, who should though. ever be Robert Downey, no, Robert Downey Jr.'s character, or I should say Iron Man, a.k.a. Tony Stark, is Robert Downey Jr., man. You can't do it. So, Tom Cruise, you have your one shot. Do your thing in Doctor Strange, whatever, do whatever it is. I just don't think it'll be that good. But with John Krasinski as Reed Richards, that's something I am willing to see, and I'll pay a thousand times to see that. I will you pay heard it here first. Strange. Put I'll your money where your mouth is, bitch. Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will pay a thousand times, meaning I will pay a thousand different times for different different content of him in it. You know, right? As Reed Richards. But yeah, I, I just I, I don't know, man. You can't just you just can't have a be, you can't have him be a one and done deal. He's gonna be a part of the Marvel universe for a while if he ends up being a quote unquote variant of Reed Richards. Because mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. The fans have been wanting this for years. I I, I I'm pretty sure that this has been a casting like a fan casting for over the last seven or eight years now. I think so. so I mean, it's been a while. Kevin Feige, don't let us down. You heard it here first, folks. Don't let us down, Kevin. Okay. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's all. I, that's all I got. John Krasinski has that. Uh, he has the talent, right? So he has the reach. He can. He can do the comedies like The Office, and he can also do the horrors like the horror drama like uh, The Quiet Place. So. He can do yeah. he can do this kind of stuff and be serious. He can be a serious actor, so I I I think he could do it if if he is in fact going to return after this movie or if he even isn't do this if he is doing this movie or if he's going to return after. I think he will be a perfect Reed Richards. But that's just my opinion, my humble opinion. But Mike, what do you think about this? Uh, I this, okay. So there's there's no way there's no way that Tom Cruise on as Iron Man. It's going to be anything more than the one shot, right? Because it's just going to no. be showing the variants. But can you the uproar that would happen if they tried to like make another Iron Man movie with Tom? It's not, that's not going to happen. I think <laughs> no, it's, it's be, Cancel. Cancel think, it. Nope. No, there's no way. They burned the building down. It's, it's just going to be like a <laughs> cheeky, playful, like, hey, these guys kind of look alike. You know, It's going to mm-hmm. be like Tom Cruise and Austin Powers. It's just going to be a thing in the beginning and then that's that's going to be it. There's no way. 
Um, yeah. The whole John Krasinski thing, I'm so tired of hearing about it. It's <laughs> It seems like it's so... Every time there's any kind of Marvel, especially even before Spider-Man came out, it's like every every day there was a new rumor that, you know, John Krasinski's going to be here. He's going to be... You know, he's going to pop up behind Ned. The Green Goblin's going to take off his mask. It's John Krasinski. I'm sorry, or Jake Krasinski, because apparently those two names are uh, interchangeable. Right, right. Jake Um, Krasinski. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, Green Goblin's going to take off his mask, and it's John Krasinski as Reed Richards, or Doctor Strange is going to do a spell, and he's going to turn into John Krasinski as Reed Richards. (laughs) Like, can we please, for the love of God, can it either happen or be confirmed that it's not happening so that we don't, so that these things can stop. Um, I don't, I, I would, I would assume that it doesn't really make sense to me for there to be a variant of something that hasn't happened yet. So I would imagine that if the Fantastic Four is gonna, it's gonna happen, that John Krasinski is the OG. He's gonna be the guy, and maybe there'll be variants of him. Maybe there'll be a fake out with Ooh. with someone else. But I would imagine that they wouldn't place a variant of a property or a movie or a series that they have not yet established. Um, So I think that if he's in it, he's he's there. Uh, What I would like to see now, I'm going to contradict myself here. (laughs) What I would like to see just as a nod is for there to be a variant of the Human Torch and that it's Chris Evans. From a nod, oh, from when, you know, from when he, yes. from the movie way back when, I oh, would like to see yes. variants slash cameos of the original, what two thousand four? When did that come out? It's around there, uh, right? Two, I think. Right? No, I think you're right. Two thousand four sounds right. Two thousand four. Yeah. Okay. Now that, that. Uh, now that Chris Evans has kind of skewed away from Captain America, I think that'd be a, a funny little. A funny look. I could see them doing that. That would be hilarious. He's there, and they're like, and they're like, you look familiar, you know, like something <laughs> like that. Um, that that's so on brand. I can absolutely see that, and I really hope they do that, mostly so I could say I told you so. But uh, <laughs> I think I think huh. that that would be uh, that'd be cool. Um, I'm surprised. 2005. When, uh, 2005. Um, yeah, I just saw it. Just looked it up. God, that was. What seventeen so years ago? That was seventeen years yeah. ago, boys. That's yikes. Um, <laughs> when when does uh, Doctor Strange come out? May sixth, I believe. May sixth. Okay. Um, I feel like, you know, uh, I feel like if they were going to establish this, that there would be have been either leaks or some kind of confirmation that that they. Uh, were going to be in it, but they also kept the two Spideys under wraps for a long time. That's true. Did I did they, see a thing. Did they really? Well, I mean, yeah, he, it was, you're right. Yeah. Exactly. Did they really? Right. Right. <laughs> but did you did you know? I saw that even uh, Andrew Garfield even lied to Emma Stone about it. Oh, I that, saw that. that you see she that? was like, she was like, "You're a real jerk." <laughs> she asked him privately whether he was in the movie, and he said no. Yeah. Um, Multiple but, times. Uh, yeah. That's really funny. Um, but uh, I I hope that I hope that they do the Fantastic Four uh, property. Um, if John Krasinski makes sense. I can't entirely think of anybody else um, that w- that would do it. The, the other guy, the dude whose name I can't remember, that played it back in two thousand five. He did an okay job. Jessica Alba, I guess. Talking about um, Michael B. Jordan. Wait. 
No. Oh no, I'm, I'm not. Uh, no, oh. no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm thinking of before that. I I forgot that movie even existed. The reboot. Uh, oh. Reboot? Oh yeah, that was with Miles Teller, Prower, Miles, whatever Miles his name Miles, is. Yeah. Miles um, Teller. So who, I think it was, I think it was like Ian or Ian Grufood. Grufood. Okay. I don't know. The, I don't know Ian Grufood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Ian food. But uh, I, I'm assuming everyone, including people at Marvel, are forgetting that that reboot happened. Uh, yeah. But uh, but yeah. So I I hope John Krasinski's in there. And who was the who was rumored to be Invisible Woman? Invisible Woman. Yeah. Emily Blunt makes sense. They're they're always in stuff together. The Rock being the thing would be really on brand and funny. Um, <laughs> but uh, I hope that they cast like I don't know Michael Sarah as the thing. They should. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That would be range, okay. kind of. That, um, that would be funny. But uh, I think this uh, this whole multiverse slash variant business. I think there's a lot of opportunity for them to to make either references, whether it's a cameo or bring someone in. Uh, for a different property uh, that has already been in the Marvel Universe. You know, like, for example, we talked about this a few episodes ago. Uh, Josh Brolin played Thanos, who's dead now, spoilers, um, and plays Cable in Deadpool. Are they bring If they're bringing Deadpool into the uh, into the mist, they could probably bring Josh Brolin in as, mm-hmm. as Cable, you know what I mean? Right. They, uh, they could do Michael B. Jordan as the Human Torch now that Killmonger ate it. <laughs> Uh, yep, there you, could, go. you know they could Chris Evans as human. It's, it's all Human Torch all the way down. Have all the Human Torches together. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but yes, I think it's. I think there's a lot of opportunity there. We still know so little, but it's uh, it should be a good time. Cool. Mm. Very cool. All right. Was there any last thoughts on this news? I know. At this moment. Nope. All good. Cool. Well, we're going to move on to the Book of Boba Fett, uh, Episode 4, The Gathering Storm. Here we go. All right. So, this, it's been, it was written by John Favreau, uh, our Lord and Savior, John Favreau. And this, br- <laughs> <laughs> this brings the series up past the midpoint. So, there's only three episodes left out of the seven. And I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I like I like this show for what it is, but it's a slow burn for me. It's, oh my! It is. I, the, <laughs> it's worse than a slow burner. It's, it's, it's on. It's on embers, and we, <laughs> but it's like you don't even know. It's it's Schrodinger's embers, oh. where you don't even know if it's burning or not. You right. Put a tarp over it. Right. It's like this it's shit like, is. It's like a oh, gas stove where wow. you just have the gas it's on, like killing. it's lighting, it's lighting, yes. but the like, fire's not starting yet. So once next episode, I feel like you're just gonna you're gonna take a lighter to it, and then it's like pfft, just blows yeah, up. The pilot light better kick <laughs> on behind the fridge for <laughs> yeah. this, otherwise this controlled burn is is destroying me at yeah. the moment. I'm so, so bored. So, I, oh yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, yep. I have I have one thing to say. Go for about it. that. You can say as much as you want, babe. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So, a reoccurring problem um, about this, for, for this, uh, this, this series, is that the dialogue simply sounds like someone's reading a book about events that have happened. And oh, in many God, places, yeah, it it's simply endless exposition, and lead actors are doing their best with, with what they got. 
but the lines in the show are starting to feel bland. And I know that the actors of Boba and Fennec are trying to make the lines work, but the actors that are trying to make these work, they're trying hard. But the chemistry between Fennec and Boba is just... It is not there. I feel like there's more chemistry between Boba and the Rancor at this point. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm sure there's artwork of that online already. But... <laughs> it's just okay. So, oh man, I, you're I'm no, gonna you're say right. Spoilers. I'm gonna say spoilers now. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Spoiler so. alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> um, so like, Boba requests that Fennec help him. Mm-hmm. Get his ship back. Get all that shit back. All right. And I was like, mm-hmm. all right, fine. Well, she's along for the ride. And they say they have to. They have to go by a plan. You know, this this is has to be part of the plan. All that stuff. Like that. And they have this contradictory speech the entire time that they're going through the mission to get the, the ship back because they're saying we have to go by the plan. Let's do this and that. Let's be stealthy. Let's do this. And then. Um, they get to the droids, and the droids uh, are basically alerted, alerting everybody else that they're there and all that. And they they go in guns a blazing after that. And are they? She though? complains about about what? Does Boba even fire a shot in that epi- in that scene? I think it's just. No, I think it's just no, Fennec. It's just Boba hasn't fired a shot in the series. The <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. Fennec was the one that said, "Let's stick to the plan. Stick to the plan." And make sure we are stealthy about it. And she's the one who fucks it up. And then after she complains about what happened to us sticking to the plan, I was like, it was your fault. What are you talking about? No, you can't tell me this. This is infuriating. I want to enjoy these characters, but there's so much contradiction in the show so far. Hmm. But I really love the show. I really love it. Good. (laughs) <laughs> now let me ask you a question is it is it more likely that boba because we're caught up in the series now right so mm-hmm. is it more likely that boba spent a lot of a lot more time with the sand people than, than we saw or is it more likely that it wasn't that much time and that he spent more time alone in the desert with his with his bantha what do you think i thought it was five years that he was i, I know I, th- I thought that he was with the uh, Tusken Raiders for like a year or two, but I thought that in total, like between the traveling and get, doing other things, I thought that it was longer. It felt like it was so short. I, I, it didn't yeah. even feel like five years or anything. Yeah, it only felt like Maybe four weeks. It felt like five years when I was watching the episode. He <laughs> got a point there, yes. <laughs> like, holy crap, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, what? Like as soon as he, as soon as I, I saw the the, the 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 light in the sky, and then you hear the music, I'm like, I go shut the front door. I know exactly where we are in this this point of the uh, the plot. And then all of a sudden, you find you see a, a body as he's approaching. I was like, that's Fennec. I screamed. I was like, that's Fennec. Did you see like, a right, body? Cool. I saw a, a black pixel that got no, lifted I saw off a body. the screen. I saw the body because I remembered how I like season I one of Mandalorian on. had ended. <laughs> so, so I remembered that that scene. Um, so I was like, oh shit, that's definitely Fennec, that's definitely Fennec. And then you see it's Fennec and shit. And I was not expecting her to have to, you know, have some, like, robotic parts. Modifications? Modifications? Modifications, thank you. Yeah. I was not expecting her to have modifications. I thought that she was just miraculously saved, but she's RoboCop now. (laughs) 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 Okay, cool, cool. I mean... So we now know where we are in the flashbacks 
because Boba Fett sees the bursts of light in the distance um, when he's feeding the Bantha. And these are the same flash of flash charges that uh, Din Djarin used to temporarily blind Fennec Shand as, as they assaulted her, sniping position. So do you guys remember that scene in, in the series? I think it was, was it season one? I think it, was it was season one. Season it was one. Season, it was really early in season one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it was episode five. Um, but yeah, that so really. that's that's when they, because she was sniping them and they shot, shot the flares off behind the dunes to blind her. And I think they were charging at her. But yeah, Mike, what are your thoughts on this? This show's killing me, man. It is killing me. <laughs> First of all, um, I they, I guess they maybe they saved a lot of money by shooting it like wh- whatever they were doing with their little IMAX cameras. Apparently, they put a piece of black construction paper in front of the lens because maybe it was my fault for watching this at 1 p.m. You know, <laughs> and with having the smallest bit of outside sun <laughs> blinding through my blinds, ironically. <laughs> And hitting the smallest little bit of sun glare on my TV because I felt like I was wearing a pair of Ray-Bans that I sprayed, I sprayed like black spray paint over. I couldn't <laughs> see anything, which ironically, Boba Fett says like four times the episodes, I can't see a thing. Me either, bud. Me either, bud. Are you talking about your own show? Because I am. <laughs> Because oh, when no. he found Fennec Shen, I'm literally staring. I'm trying to figure out... I need to watch this apparently at midnight with all the lights off <laughs> and like a flashlight aimed at the TV because I couldn't see anything. I, I saw a ponytail. I said, oh, that's probably Fennec. And then he walked into, he finally walked into a location that had a light on. And, you know, his face, his bald, bald, thumb looking face showed up and he dropped her on a table and said, here's $5, you know, turned her into a Roomba. And no oh, boy, did they. Um, but dude this show turn her into a Roomba turn her into a Roomba I want her to be able to vacuum around my uh, all this bantha fur I got rolling around my uh, my floor but I can't see anything this show this was this one the rest of them weren't written by John Favreau is that right um I actually don't know I just know that this one was but not 100% I can look it up okay. though John Favreau apparently loves one-liners because to Stephen's point, it's like someone's reading off a book, but it's also like they had several meetings where they're like, what kind of witty line can we throw in the middle of this? And they did that 10, 15 times. Everything that Fennec Shan says, first of all, yeah, part of it is the writing, but also part of it is the actor. It's she's still. I know I sound like a broken record. She's still Melinda May from Agents of Shield. I get it. She's a badass chick, but everything she says is we're gonna time the patrols. We're gonna go in quiet, and next time <laughs> we're sticking to the plan. And where you headed? I'll come along for the ride. And you know, like you know, money credits can buy you muscle. Like it's everything is a one liner, and it happens. I can't see a thing, and it's it's. I feel. <laughs> It's, oh man, it's, it just, con- and it completely takes me out of it. And I'm just like, I, it kind of, I don't know, man. I, I did not, I was not a fan of this, uh, of this episode very much. And I feel like I'm trying so hard to like this show, but it, it just doesn't have what I need. And I know 
online there's a lot of debate like there's one half that's saying they ruined boba fett and there's the other half saying no you don't get it this show's actually awesome mm. i'm maybe there's maybe it's for mega fans of you know like actual star wars lore and i and i don't get it maybe that's what it is maybe yeah. i'm just not I mean, the guy that... i i mean i i told you before i i went in with no expectations at all so having those very very low to no expectations kind of save me in this because like it's cool to see this stuff but i'm i don't care if it's bad good either way because i just like to watch more star wars stuff but yeah that's fair (laughs) maybe i'm being too critical no i mean it's 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 just it's all you man i'm just so bored man Mm -hmm. i haven't been like bored it took me three attempts to get through the episode i didn't watch it at three separate points because (laughs) i only partial timing of just like you know what i was really tired and i didn't feel like watching it i watched like Mm. 10 minutes of it and then i watched a big chunk and i finished the the rest of it earlier today Mm. uh, right before the episode but uh the scene with the ship blowing up the pike gang that was pretty cool yeah yeah it was pretty cool cool yeah he finally fired a shot so i could say that he did shoot once he didn't shoot his blaster but he fired off of his ship and shot a missile um, oh, you know, speaking of one-liners, the the damn Sarlacc pit. When <laughs> Fennec Shen unhooks her, uh, thank her you, belt thank and jumps you. up with her thank little her boom box that she fires out the back of the uh, the ship, and she goes fire in the hole like the okay, seismic charge. Okay. Yeah, a seismic <laughs> yeah. charge. Um, which I fire I love the sound the of uh, <laughs> uh, the sound of that thing, but yeah, fire in the hole. You know, it's like okay, it's just, it's all it's all like superhero one liners, and it just makes me roll my eyes a bit. Maybe that's what it's all about, but it's Maybe. just I, the delivery of it. If I had never watched Agents of Shield, I think I would have really enjoyed her character, but she's a she's a a space Melinda May, so I can't right. I just can't get it out of my head. Right um, now, did you like Mandalorian? Those two two seasons. I loved Mandalorian. Yeah. Well, I think I just cared about the characters more. I don't know. I find Boba Fett to be boring, and all he does all the time is turn into a raisin in his little pod. Mm. <laughs> well, did you guys? It's re- all flashbacks. Did you realize... He's officially healed. He's he officially healed. Yeah, that droid. The droid says you're fully healed. Congratulations. Which is signaling, signaling obviously that we're probably done with these these dreams, right? Like we're caught up. I. <laughs> I fucking hope so. so. Oh my god, do I hope so? Seventy percent of the episode again was exposition. It was just throwing (laughs) you into the past, and I was sick of it, man. Scuba Steve and his little dance. I saw, I saw him in the scuba, the scuba tank. I was like, no, don't you dare, not right now. We just got into the episode, and all of a sudden it flashes back. I was like, of course, of course. (laughs) Well, it's just, uh, man, I don't know. I really like it too. And I'm mad at myself because I feel like I, I feel like I'm missing something. I feel like I, I either, I wasn't paying attention at one point And there's like a critical moment that I missed where like, this all makes sense. I liked that <laughs> evil Chewbacca came back. Um, yes. You know, and, uh, Black was God, BK. Black, yeah, Black Santa. <laughs> and at the end at the end you have another one liner like looks like you need a job like, okay, yeah okay sure well 
All right. So my favorite part of the episode, and that's why I asked you if you like the Mandalorian, because did you realize that when Melinda May, <laughs> the Shan, she was like, you can pay somebody else. Yeah, yeah. You, you can pay for muscle. You just need to know where to look. And then, then the Mandalorian yeah, theme music. song goes goes off. Yes. And I, I'm like, let's yep. go. I was so excited when I heard I was it. Pumped. That was pretty. Cool. I was pumped for that. <laughs> I was like, so I think that. I know that this episode and the last few episodes have been kind of, like I said, slow to no burn, but <laughs> I do think the next three episodes are going to be wild. I think we're going to get, I think that they're going to hire bounty hunters we've seen in the cartoons, like, uh, I can't even think of any right now, but they're going to hire the Mandalorian, Just obviously. make something up, it'll probably be well, right. Okay, what's his name? <laughs> Give me a second. Gorsnatch. Ahsoka uh, Tonnell. Imagine, oh, Obi Wan Kenobi. No, <laughs> uh, let's see. So, Kenobi. oh wait, he's dead at this point. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, Cad Bane. Okay, so <laughs> I hope I hope they they get Cad Bane Cad in live Bane? action. Cad Bane. Cad Bane. Cad Bane's a he. Uh, Cad and actually fought um, Melinda May Fennec Shand for to get a hold of get a hold hold of um, Omega in the Bad Batch series. So they fought each. They've already fought each other. But I, I hope we see Cad Bane, maybe well, a couple other bounty hunters that they're trying to get, and maybe some more Mandalorians. Dog. And dog. Dog. Dog the bounty hunter. Yeah, we get some. Oh. Get some dog the bounty hunter. Maybe Luke Skywalker or. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but. I could see it. I could see it. That's. I'm excited for the next few episodes. I hope. Hopefully. They do us proud, and they don't. They don't fuck God, it up. I hope so, man. Just don't fuck it up. My favorite <laughs> character is the blue elephant that plays the drums inside of the, uh, the casino. <laughs> I like the little oh, the yeah. little rat catcher, the little <laughs> rat catcher that turned himself off. I like him a lot too. That's right. Why couldn't he just turn himself back on? Why couldn't Boba just turn him on again and be like, "All right"? I did. I did immediately think that as well. Yeah, I just dumped him in a trash can. And <laughs> him yeah, I was like. You're like, oh, well, I guess he's not talking. I was like, what? They're foolproof. <laughs> it was a fucking click. Just click him on. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Just click him on. I have a question and a, and a thought. Yeah. And, um, All right, give us the thought first. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the thought is I really am looking forward to seeing Mando again. However, I just don't want them to be bringing in these characters to make the show better because if they can't do it on their own, I feel like it's it's sad in a way. It does because need to stand need, on its own merit. It needs to sure. stand out as its own thing because they're doing some things that Mandalorian is doing, all right? But with Mandalorian, it works. With Boba Fett, the, like the one-liners, like with the, the weird exposition and shit like that, it doesn't really work that well, especially for an assassin character, like a bounty hunter that we know already. We didn't know anything about Mandalorian, so that's why we would have to touch upon his backstory a little bit, you know, and that's why it was more intriguing when he wasn't talking and he didn't take off his fucking helmet every goddamn five seconds to make a point, you know, he took it off every six episodes, maybe, and it was only, like, the first episode that he took it off on, I'm pretty sure, was the last episode of season one when he's dying, spoiler alert, sorry, but... <laughs> like Boba Fett takes it off every goddamn second, and he says it's, that his armor is so important to him by barely seeing him wearing it. Anyway, what is what uh, is Boba's obsession with taking off his helmet? Like, look how bald I, don't I am. Know. Did he I ever take no off idea. his helmet in the in the 
original never, movies? Never, never, it never happened. So that was my thought. I just, I just, I just. It's tough for me to say this, but I'm hoping that they're not relying on other characters to make their own show better when it's supposed to be a standalone show for Boba Fett. You know. In, re- so, in reality, you're probably wrong, though. You're probably you're probably right of about course. the fact that they're going to be bringing these characters to make the show better. It's just, of course they are. Yeah. Oh, but I hope but that I, they... I just don't want them to rely on it. They can bring them in to make it better, but don't rely on it. Because mm. you need to make your show unique. It can't be about everybody else making your show better. Yeah, you're not wrong. So, you're not that's wrong. That's all I'm saying. I do want to see Bo- uh, Bo- Bo-Katan and Bill Burr back, though. I want to oh, say, I, yeah, miss, I, would see that. I miss Bill Burr. <laughs> I miss, I miss yeah. Bill Burr, you know, I really do. Um, <laughs> so, question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Am I the only one? So, at the end of the episode, yes. when Boba Fett and Fennec are at the meeting with the other guys, the other captains of mm-hmm. that planet, whatever, um, <laughs> he says. Like they're all kind of like, what makes you so special? Like, why should we follow you? And all of a sudden, you start hearing a roar. I thought that roar was Black Chrysanthemum. I was like, holy shit, that's very awful. I did too. And then, and then you see a rancor pop up his claws. I was like, oh shit, never mind. I forgot you were there. I did. I did too. I the the very first thing I thought, and maybe it's because the Black Chrysanthemum was just in the. uh, he was in the know, shot in the yeah, previous yeah. scene. I thought that they they hired him and then immediately threw him down into the pit. Like, oh, <laughs> that's, that's a that's a rough gig. Got him. But so, yeah, I, I thought the, it was uh, the rancor. Too. Funny joke. <laughs> I think that Boba Fett made a terrible last deal with all the stink faces that around around that table. He was like, "I need you. I need you to round up your your boys, and we got to go take out the Pike Gang." And they're like, no, you know, like, why would we do that? It's, it's between you and the Pike Gang. Like said, that's a fair He's point. Like, so he, he, yeah, he would counter offer. I'm gonna do it all by myself. <laughs> but if the Pike Gang comes over and they say, hey, we want to go against the Mandalorian, just be like, nah. That's a hell of a counter offer. You like, you kind of screwed yourself. Just, a little just bit, don't dude. betray me, right. please. I get yes. bring me your army. No? Okay, I'll do it myself. <laughs> but if they come by, just be like, no, I don't think no thank you. Okay? Cool deal. That's a terrible deal. Well, what I think is gonna happen because of that situation, I think what's gonna happen is at some point within the next couple episodes, uh Boba's gonna be fighting the the syndicate, right? The Pike gang, and they're gonna be fighting on the streets of Tatooine and all of the Trandoshans, all, all of these, uh, the families will see this and then they'll join in. That's my hope that will happen and that no one will actually betray Boba Fett. But it kind of seems like someone's going to betray him now. <laughs> that he said, don't betray me. It kind of seems like somebody's going to betray <laughs> him now. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. But he has a Wookiee. He has BK who uh, ripped off a Trandoshan's arm, which is pretty cool. <laughs> True. That was a funny scene. I'm sorry. Yeah, like he just, he's in the bar getting wasted, and he sees these guys gambling. He's like, you know what? Fuck this. Growls, <laughs> and he jumps up. And, he, and the girl's like, don't you be the person you used to be. It once was a good oh, thing, yeah, nice little speech. but now it's not. Come on. Don't do it. And he's like, okay. And then he takes the arm <laughs> off, and she's like, well, I tried. He pays, he pays the he walks past. He, he, he walks past Boba, and they give a look, and, and he's like, ah, whatever. It's worth a shot. 
Well, it's be, the reason why he doesn't like the Trandoshans is because uh, that species like hunted and enslaved the Wookiees on Kashyyyk. So he, I oh, really? okay. Yeah, oh, so, so he, I had a I had a guess. I thought that he had that 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 um that kind had basically slaughtered all of the Wookiees, and so I was like, "This is it's poss- why he's attacking." Them. Possible but that they they killed most most of his family. Close. Yeah, I thought oh, he shit. just wanted their money. Maybe, but <laughs> the fish boy just won big. I thought that after he, I don't know if you guys noticed that he sucks at drinking uh, his drink. <laughs> yeah, he spilled it all he, he over him. Spilling himself. over him, yeah, 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 I saw that. And then he turned on his knuckle dusters and just went to town. I thought he just wanted the chips because the guy just went big at craps or whatever it was. Space craps. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh man, any other thoughts on this episode? I got nothing. God, I just uh, end it, end it with a bang, please, not with a whimper. Please, yes. I hope the next episode is good. Me too. I don't want to. I don't want to complain about the thing every time, but it's, you know, the uh, the Go Go Power Ranger kid crew, <laughs> it didn't even uh, show up. They were just mentioned in passing. Right just <laughs> right. patrolling around on their little boozer cruisers, looking for the uh, for the mayor. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Who I guess is in hiding now? Maybe. Yeah, the, the oh, mayor. Wow. The mayor is in hiding um, somewhere. So somewhere. Yeah, so I'm I'm with you. I hope that the next few episodes are way better than the first four. So we'll we'll see. I again, I I enjoyed it, but I think I'll enjoy the next few episodes more. So, all right. Well, if that uh, that wraps up that topic for the. Book of Boba Fett. We can move on to the Peacemaker series, which had released episode four today called The Chode Less Traveled. So that is episode four. Such a good name. And <laughs> and I'm just going to say right now, I fucking knew Myrn was a butterfly. Fucking knew it. From I the called start. it on the podcast. I know. I'm pretty sure we talked about this. I'm pretty you sure. Did. Oh, yep. that was a good yep. guess. You did, Mike. You did. I was like, I, I agreed with you. Oh. I knew it. You knew it. You said it first. You, that's Talk about it. Talk about I it, Mike. I felt such gratification <laughs> when the tongue rolled out. I was like, I, I was like, knew it. Before I made the tongue. A, oh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. It's just the way he sorry. looks. The, 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 uh, the dead the eyes that, the, the that stand out. Yeah. They dead, dead dead eyes when it, the the camera was panning away from him. I was like, "This is too slow. This is like horror film kind of style. What's going on?" Yeah, and yeah. All of a sudden, I was like, "Shit, no way." Uh, okay. Our favorite <laughs> actor, actor of the year, twenty twenty two. Chuck Wood. Chuck Woody Awuji. Woody Awuji. Bajuju. Bajuju. Woodchuck bad juju. But it's funny because yeah. most of the episode, he's try, he's he's making us the audience, which I I mean I. He's making the audience think that Peacemaker got the butterfly inside him. So that's because yeah. he's treating him weird and, he, and Peacemaker is kind of acting a little weird. So you think – because we never saw him shoot the butterfly, right? He goes right from the end of the last episode when they're in the mansion with the butterfly to now they're outside of the mansion. So I'm like, okay, something happened here. Like is the butterfly inside one of these guys or what's going on? And I, I honestly thought it was in one of either Vigilante or Peacemaker, but the way that Mern kept acting towards Peacemaker made me thought that maybe it was like a, like a, a trick. Maybe they didn't, or what do they call it? What do they call it in movies? They, 
not a trick. What's it called? A uh, misdirection. Misdirection, right. So, yeah. Misdirection. Right. So when, with Mern uh, <laughs> treating Peacemaker the way he did it, I, I thought it was kind of a misdirection because it was too obvious. So, but yeah. Mm. Yeah. Steven, what are your thoughts on this? So three things off the bat. Go for it. Four episodes in. Okay. Four episodes in. And I still haven't skipped the intro. To this show. <laughs> Me neither. I haven't this either. Show is just yeah. Way too Me damn either. good. Oh man, it's just so unique of, a, of an intro. Um, first thing. That's the first thing. Second thing. These guys haven't given Peacemaker much of a reason to trust him, tr- trust them at all. It's at all. stupid. Like <laughs> the entire episode, I'm thinking to myself, God, no wonder why he does, he, he's saying fuck you to them all the time. He doesn't care. He hates them. And third thing I'll say is I still find it hard to believe that this group of professionals haven't figured out that Leota is Amanda Waller's daughter yet. That part is confusing. <laughs> yeah. Because they're constantly doing understand. research on other people. I'm confused why they wouldn't have done research on the one new girl in the crew. I don't know. Yep. Not sure. Doesn't make sense. Secret daughter. Secret daughter. I'm, But I'm just curious on why Amanda uh, Waller assigned her daughter to do this task like why is this so important that she assigned her own daughter nepotism nepotism okay cool you know that answers that yeah nepotism (laughs) is is rampant (laughs) rampant in all in all corporations and all jobs and she's like i you know so you need a new person how about my daughter (laughs) give her a job I i won't tell you if she's my daughter I'm, I'm assuming, I'm, I have to take a guess that Amanda Waller is aware that Mern is a butterfly. And uh, maybe probably. Amanda Waller is a butterfly. Probably, yeah. Oh. He's, he's probably you know? a spy so, for, for Amanda Waller. Yeah. You're right. So that, uh, that being said, uh, I'm assuming that's why. Uh, it, is, it is weird, though, that what Hardcore asks... Uh, Dobadiah, is that the, is that the name? Um, about her credentials. Oh. Uh, and uh, and she's like, yeah, I went, you know, I did this, and then she's like, okay, but what did you do after that? And then the girls like, don't worry about it, and then they just kind of keep moving on. John uh, John Economos was able to frame uh, frame the dad. He couldn't just look up. They're not just gonna look up the girl. Look her up. Like, how is that I not, I'm, I'm, I mean, maybe the fact that it's Amanda Waller, her, if you really want to give him the benefit of the doubt, you could theorize that the daughter's information is either masked or unavailable, like it's been scrubbed, so mm-hmm. that she doesn't get, uh, get made. But, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff you just kind of have to look past. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, I've been doing that for the show, honestly. Yeah, I'll tell you, man, I'll tell you what, man, I love Vigilante. What a character. <laughs> This was a whole uh, vigilante episode. Yeah. But uh, that one scene after he, uh, spoiler alert, after he gets himself put into prison because he wants to kill the dad oh, because he's so desperate. So good. He's so desperate to be Peacemaker's friend. He wants it so badly. Um, after he throws the uh, the trash can out the window in front of all the cops. And, <laughs> he's dragging and, it down uh, the hill and they're all watching him. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> What are you doing? I have to tell you, motherfucker. <laughs> it's all like so. It's so overly aggressive. But uh, 
when he gets put into prison, when he's walking down the hallway and it's that slow motion shot of him getting yelled at and he's just staring straight ahead. That was a hell of a shot. That looks really yeah, cool. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. He's, just, I don't know, he's, he's just an awesome character. Yeah, and when um, he and when he's talk when he's sitting down at the poker table with the father, and he's just making fun of each individual person at the table, yeah. and it's and they're like, "What is he talking about? What's going on?" And then they try to <laughs> fight him, and he just beats the crap out of him, and takes him out in like two seconds. Man, so oh, good. So the dad's smart though. Yeah, he didn't I'm attack. Not, I'm not gonna let you goad me into attacking you first because the cameras and they like fuck. But he shouldn't have said you're a bad dad. He he yeah he, uh, he fucked himself. Showed and his hand. Else. Yeah. Oh yeah. He showed his hand. And he, and he realized it. He noticed it too. Yeah. I have a question. Oh, so, we it's shown that the so the dad. I don't know who the white dragon was in the last episode at the end. And so then when when Peacemaker walks into the quantum unfolding storage room, and sh- and you see the white dragon's. Uh, costume mm-hmm. has that character been established at any point before right then i don't know was that in the that wasn't in suicide squad right i don't remember it being in suicide squad so. let's see the so i didn't see it Dragon, okay DC. all right so i just i just didn't know whether that was referenced anywhere or whether they just kind of sprung that on us like okay so he's the he's the son of a supervillain, and kind of has skewed morals of what's correct and whether he's actually racist or not. And all that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, if it walks like a duck, it's either a duck or it's a duck in a human costume. <laughs> oh, I love that. A duck that dressed like man, a human. Man. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, but Vigilante is such a, such a cool character, and I'm glad that they added him in. Me too. Uh, <laughs> Me too. So He's my favorite character the, of the show. Uh, the yeah, actually, yeah, I, I can favorite, say that for yeah. certain too. So the uh, the part in in the car when they're driving back to uh, the dad's house, and um, vigilante goes, "So you're gonna kill your dad?" And Peace Marine goes, "Like what? No, why? <laughs> well, because he's a racist. Why wouldn't you?" He's like, "Because he's my dad." And he goes, "I love oh, him. I love him." Okay. Oh. Yeah. He, that, that oh. had me laughing so hard. He's like, "Oh, okay, cool." <laughs> and then the. Uh, the part after the they, they're walking out of the house, the old man—I don't even remember his name at this point—but he's like, "You're a super villain." He's like, "You know what? Fuck you." He's like, "Batman doesn't kill." He's like, "You want to know why I don't have any people? In, I don't have any enemies because they're all six feet underground." And he's like, "Huh? So you kill people? You're a you're a super villain." Batman doesn't kill people. He's like, "Fuck Batman!" He's a pussy. Batman's I was like, pussy. "That, that had me crack it up so much." Oh, that was That's so a great good. point, though. How many people has <laughs> Batman indirectly uh, intentionally? Yeah, indirectly killed, indirectly, that's right, by letting these uh, these psychos live. It's a great point. I mean, it's kind of a tired opinion. Like, people always say that, but it's a really, it's a really, really good point of uh, <laughs> of how some people are, mm-hmm. you know, better off dead. Yeah, and when you watch the, there's a tit- <laughs> the Titan show, I'm not sure, I'm not sure yeah. if you guys have seen the Titan show, but uh, I think I there's, know. I think there's three seasons out right now, and it's pretty dark series. And when, yeah. and when Joker kills Jason Todd, Jason Todd, is that the? Yep. Yeah. When he they kills, do the, they do that in the show. They do. He kills Jason Todd. What? And oh, they do come the killing on. joke in the that. show. But yeah, yeah, yeah. They kill the. Oh. Yep. Uh, but then fucking major spoiler alert. Sorry, Damn I'm it, sorry. Man. I'm sorry. You guys should watch it. I should have. But. But then uh, Batman Jason Todd is a major character in Titans. Yeah, 
Did I casually throw in that spoiler, my dude? My bad, my bad. But Batman Damn. Batman goes out and kills the Joker, so. Damn! Dude! Dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Let us watch it. Holy crap. No. God damn. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. All right. What else? You, no, just give us a full recap of the show real quick. <laughs> no, that's all I wanted to say. That's still that's the only spoilers oh, I wanted to share with you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just no, no I'm just I'm just this. saying that's that's something that wouldn't have happened if Batman would take care of his his the the bad guys. He would oh, yeah. if he would actually kill them, people he loved wouldn't be hurt. So that's that's all that's the whole thing I was trying to get to. My bad, but I mean that happens in the comics and movies and TV shows and stuff. So, right, right, right. <laughs> it's, See, it's you, you, you never know. Well, we what, knew that part, but what plot points oh. they're gonna pull from from the comics? Right. right. Um, I won't tell you anything more besides yeah. that. That's like that's like a very small part of the season. Oh, that's it. That's it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Sure. Who do they have playing? Uh, well, not that it matters anymore because you just told us that he died. But who who do you have uh, playing the Joker in that series? Uh, they don't. I don't believe. Let me see. I don't know. Is he's a rando? Yeah, I don't think. So they... it's not the guy from Gotham. Uh, no, no, it's not. The dude from okay. Shameless and Fallen Order. Okay. Let's see. Titans. Cameron. <laughs> it says it says Cameron's Jared Leto here, but I'm pretty sure it's not Jared Leto. That's not correct. Oh, what? No, no. Way. Titans no. Joker. He's too busy being a vampire. Yeah, I don't think we. S- yeah. I'm not sure we see his face in the in the series. I think it's just. Oh, interesting. But sorry, let's well, sorry oh, sorry to, to go off topic now. But no, that's cool. But you guys should watch Are that that series. series that you recom- want to spoil it for us before mm. we end the episode? Nope, that's it. I <laughs> but I do recommend watching that series, the Titans, because it's really dark, really, really, really good. The first season is leaves a little bit to be desired but second and third season are really really good um, i can tell um actually you know what I, maybe you'll you'll be able to uh <laughs> to to answer this for me uh just as a pop quiz i watched that show i told my wife who hates violence that <laughs> i heard a lot of good things about that show which was true and we watched it. Do you want to guess when we turned the uh, the show off and uh, and never watched it again? It was the first episode. Wait, is this some Peacemaker? Wait. No, we have uh, Titans. Oh, uh, when the mom dies, maybe at the beginning. When the mom got shot in the back of the head. You're yep. damn right, Matt. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> You're damn right. That's exactly when we turned it off. And, and that, that, it again. that was brutal, dude. That was br- really brutal. So I Did was not. I didn't realize the. Yeah, I didn't realize the show was that gory. Yep. <laughs> yep, it sure is. But yes, I recommend watching that one. It was a pretty good show. It would probably preferably without your wife because it's really good. <laughs> but, oh, she gave up on Peacemaker pretty quick too. Did she? Uh, when when did she on... give up on that one? <laughs> what scene? Well, thankfully, thankfully, uh, we only watched like half of the first episode. Uh, this one was just happenstance. She... We watched half of the first episode, and then she said, I just don't think this is going to be my show. She didn't really like the humor. Uh, that was before Peacemaker got attacked by the first butterfly, and got and she got sonic boomed into, uh, oh, into soup. Yeah. Um, I sent, <laughs> I watched that, and I I, uh, I went into the room and told my wife, I said, you're like, you know what? You absolutely would not like the show. It's, <laughs> it's a good thing it. you tuned off pretty quick because you would it not have liked that. It is a good thing because it was not that far behind. It was right before 
the scene where he goes to the apartment and gets attacked, that was that's when she had turned it off. Really? So she that was good timing on her part. Yeah. So <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> well, all right. Well, talking about Peacemaker, what other major moments do you guys want to talk about? The judo, the judo master versus Peacemaker was so good. I love that. I love was, that scene. Was good. <laughs> Just keep punching the shit out of the little kid. <laughs> it's so funny. Why didn't Judo so Master nice. run away? Like, why is he just hanging around the parking lot? <laughs> I don't get it. I was curious about that too. He wants, he wants, uh, he wants revenge. Yeah, yeah, he just wants revenge. Get, get revenge. But he. All nutly. What do you think's going on with the butterflies, though? Because he said they're not what you think they are. Um, what was he going to say? Like they're bang. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't, I don't know. They are they. What could it be? So it's butterflies that come down in the spaceship. And while I'm thinking of it, I'm so I'm so sorry to do it a side tangent. Okay. Why did he blow pot smoke into the jar with the butterfly? I don't know. I was curious about that too. Oh, why? Okay, why? You. Why is he trying to hot box the butterfly? What's that going to accomplish? Not sure. Not sure. It seemed like the butterfly was uh was trying to be by his side though. Like yeah, because at the end when he's like I'm yeah when he laid on the floor. Like kind of in, in, when he's when he's in distress and he's just in a bad place, eagerly comes by and he's like. Like there, and then all of a sudden, the fucking butterfly rolls over, rolls in, the over fucking, yeah. the, uh, in the in the jar, and I'm like, oh, because well, it's all danked actually... up now. Yeah. It's probably appreciative. Yeah. He's sharing the sharing the wealth, but uh, I'm so sorry, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's with their butterflies and spaceships that came down. They've affect, infected everybody. Um, the trailer for the next episode shows that there's factories where they're making thousands of boxes of this uh, this honey, which Peacemaker oh, has a shit. jar of. You notice he pulls it out of his backpack. Huh. Uh, right before the butterfly, he pulls out a, a jar full of the honey stuff. So I don't know really? where he got that. I feel like I missed that uh, in the last episode. Yeah, it, it, it does. It does feel like something got skipped, right? Going going from the yeah. third episode to the fourth episode. But. Yeah. So he has it. He has a jar of the honey stuff, which I'm assuming is just to feed the butterfly. He has the spaceship. We just don't know what the what the motives are. We just know that Mern is one of them. Um, yeah. Well, they don't know that. We just know that. No. Yeah. We. Yeah. We, we've oh, been giving a sneak peek. But pretty pretty intense. But I'm just trying to figure out if Mern's a good guy or a bad guy. Which I kind of feel like he's a bad guy, and the rest of them are good guys. But who knows? Because they're taking, but the rest of them are technically bad guys, right? So that makes right. them a good guy, right? Um, by default, yeah, making them a good guy. So Damn. I like how Rick Flag okay. keeps getting brought up. I, I like how Peacemaker yeah. keeps keeps crying over Rick Flag being like him killing Rick Flag. Peacemaker, what a joke! The <laughs> <Like>, uh... <laughs> Oh, the thing about his brother, huh? Yeah. Oh, what was oh, what was man. going so on the, there? Did oh, he get poisoned? So the brother. No, he, his brother hit his head. So the brother fell. From what I saw, from what I understand, the brother fell, hit his head on the rock, and had a seizure. Oh, is that, is that what happened? I thought he was having a seizure in midair, and then he fell. Oh, I thought I from tell. from what I saw, he fell and hit his head, and because uh, he he fell on a rock, I thought he hit his head and had a seizure. But really? It, maybe okay. he did have a seizure and fall. Um, but yeah, you, it it kind of looked like he got a poison, right? He was foaming from the mouth. So yeah, I'm assuming. It also looked looked like they were surrounded by people. I don't know what what no, that was yeah, about. It did. Yeah. Um, hmm. So my my best guess is that the two of them were they got into like a little fist fight, 
and then Peacemaker pushed his brother over. His brother hit his head and Maybe. had a seizure and died. Yeah. So he has the guilt about that. Um, mm-hmm. That's my best guess. But You're probably uh, right about that, yeah. The dad and the dad loved <laughs> dad's such an asshole, huh? He is. When he oh. tries to talk to him in the jail, he's I love your brother, I loved him. You're a sad sack of shit. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So <laughs> I I hate the dad so fucking much, but there is one part in, the, in that conversation that I appreciate so much. It's when um Peacemaker's like well, I'm a grower, not a shower. Not dick-wise, but this. And then, uh, and then also the dad goes, you're comparing yourself to a little chode? I, I hate these bigger dads, but that part had me cracking up, man. That was so funny. What did I, I do like, to raise you? You compared yourself to a small dick. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny, but he, uh, all jokes aside, you really see Peacemaker's internal struggles in this episode. I mean, he it's wants a lot to be a good man. He hates the stuff that his dad stands for, but he loves his dad regardless of, yeah. of that, even though his dad wishes that he wasn't even born. Like, he wishes that he was dead. He wishes that he, he, he had he had killed him as soon as that he had left the womb. I saw and you come out of your mother's cooch, and I cooch. wish I slit your throat right yeah. there. Oh, man. And I'm like, dude, you are a what fucked up human being, What a sentence. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's still defending his father after all the bullshit that his father's put him through and all the shit he's – all those flashbacks at the end, it was very well um, – very well um, – Well shot. Well shot, thank you. Very well yeah. shot with all those things happening at once. You see Rick Flag, You see uh, the other deaths going on. You see his his brother. You see him – I think – I'm pretty sure they, they, they show it. It was him – who is stabbing the dude in the chair? I'm not sure if. Yeah, it was. There was Peacemaker. I think that was him. Yeah. Yeah, like it was Peacemaker. He has such yeah. a he has such a conflicted past, man, and like the fact that we are here now and he's still trying to be a good person. Like a lot of people would be gone at this point. Like they'd be so far gone they wouldn't even be able to know what to do. But <laughs> I tell you what, even 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 Leota says it. Like he's a good person. It's just a lot of bad things. Like his dad, the the, the big problem. Right. When I uh, when they were first showing those flashbacks, I'm an idiot. I thought the big fat dude in the chair was the brother. That's what I thought. Thank you. Okay. And I was I like, was stupid. I that doesn't so make weird. any like, sense. He's... Dad's smiling no. as the, as yeah. his son kills his other son, and then they showed the little kid. I was like, oh, okay, all right, that makes yeah. more sense. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I, I also thought guy. that for a second there. <laughs> it made no sense if you think about it afterwards, but yeah. I was like, he looks old. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's like, wow, his, bro- his brother's like forty. <laughs> <laughs> He's eight. Like any sense. <laughs> oh man, Stephen, I know you had a lot of thoughts on this episode. So, do you have any more? Uh, a couple more. So, I I know we touched upon vigilante. Like he he really did kill it in this episode, and so at the good. And yeah, like <laughs> the moments between him and Peacemaker are always gonna be uh, really fun to watch. But the fact that now him and Harcourt are starting to build this kind of dynamic. Like, I was not expecting her to be the one that picked him up. And, like, he's like, I fucked up. I, I made it even worse and I didn't want to. Like, he starts showing his acting. more... Yeah. yeah! He starts showing more of his vulnerable side that I didn't think we were going to see. That threw me completely off. And then Hardcore's response to that happening, 
I was like, this is genuine. This is fucking amazing. Yeah, it was very genuine. I loved it. Him saying, I think I made it worse. He's on the verge yeah. of tears. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, damn it. So, like, we all re- we know that John Cena is going to get his scenes where it comes to, like, the uh, his very conflicting uh, scenes. The very the, the, the internal struggle scenes, you know. But if Vigilante's getting it, too, that's awesome. I really enjoy that they're, they're, they're putting these characters on the spotlight like this and giving them their own time to... You know, show their their vulnerability. Um, well, speaking of which, the moments between Lee, Leota and Peacemaker, mm-hmm. every single episode, whenever there's a moment between them, I, I find it just so precious to watch. Like, it's just... I feel like Leota brings out the good in Peacemaker in a way. Like, with everybody mm-hmm. else, you know, like even, even Mern says it. He's, because Leota's like, why don't you just ask... Uh, why don't you ask Hardcore? He likes Hardcore, and she, she and Mern goes, Peacemaker wants to fuck Hardcore. He trusts you, and I'm like, that's a good point. He actually trusts her, like, like very genuine. Backhanded he, compliment, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I know it's it is it is. <laughs> Jesus. But still, like he, Peacemaker does trust her because he he even said it. I don't. I believe of all the people here, she's the one person who's not a butterfly. Like she's just way too genuine to be anything else than who she is. She's way too and, ugly to be a butterfly. That's not what I said. (laughs) No. (laughs) It can't be her. She's ugly. I don't want to fuck her. It's also also a testament to... She's also a lesbian, so I feel like that's... That's That's true. (laughs) She doesn't want him anyway. Right. Anyway, it's just just a testament. It's a testament to John Cena and Daniel Brooks acting, okay? Because... Every time that they have a scene together, like when she's sitting out, when they're in the car and like she's talking to him and all that, it's just, I don't know, man. I feel like she's the only person at this point that can bring him back down to earth after he's gone through, like he's spiraling out of control. I feel like there's going to be a moment at some point in this, uh, this series, in the next maybe episode or two, where he will be spiraling out of control. Like he will have lost all trust for the, the, the people he's working with and he might go on some kind of rampage and she's the only one who can stop it. Mm-hmm. Probably. I feel like Johnny Connor must going to die. He's had so many calls. Man. <sighs> I'm surprised. I thought he... Yeah. I, I thought, thought Judo Master was going to take him out. I thought that he, that Judo Master had taken his lungs. That's the reason why he couldn't fucking breathe. And then, oh, yeah. Like, I thought, I thought he broke his windpipe. Yeah. Right. And then he was like, inhaler. I was like, oh, okay. Interesting. But... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm almost positive like he's going to bite the dust. He's for sure going to yeah. die. He's for sure going to die, for sure. Do you think that uh, Adebayo's girlfriend is a butterfly, by chance? Oh, maybe. I like maybe it. the dog that likes to wear the clothes maybe. is butterfly. Maybe it is the dog. That's right. <laughs> I don't know. Her, her, her girlfriend's name is the name that is the sound that people who do karate make when they do chops and kicks. Wait, is it? Is it? Is, <laughs> it, is, it, is it her girlfriend or wife? Uh, Whatever it doesn't, I guess it doesn't really matter that much. But my wife, <laughs> my wife. <laughs> I th- I thought. Remember the janitor from uh, the first episode? I thought we were gonna see yeah. him a little bit more, which we haven't seen him. Yeah, me too. I thought he was more of a major actor because he's in the intro, but we don't see him. We haven't seen him since the first episode. Granted, we haven't seen the cops since episode two, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say. I'll come back yeah. around. The janitor's probably a butterfly. Probably. 
Everyone's a butterfly. They're all butterflies. Maybe we're butterflies. They're all butterflies and scrolls on the way, <laughs> all the way down. <laughs> Jesus, no more humans. Just all scrolls Everyone's and lying butterflies. Everyone's lying all the time. That's right. That's right. You got it. Like Rim Reaper's coming for you. <laughs> Steven, you got any more points you want to bring up? The last thing I will say is, of course, the one time the Yoda decides to shoot someone, it's when Judo Master was about to give them very crucial information. <laughs> of course. Like, I was like, come, damn it. Like, she starts talking, and I was like, oh, cool, we're going to get some boom. Uh, okay. And I really thought it was, like, hardcore or something like that that shot, because they would, like, not hesitate. And then when I saw her with the gun, I was like, God damn it. No way. This is the yeah. one time you decide to shoot. Read the room. God damn it. <laughs> Read the room. I was like, damn it. Yes. And she's like, I hope he's alive. And I was like, you just shot him in the chest. What? I, I, may, I think it's just me, man. I don't really care much for her character. I just, I don't know. It's, I feel like, so it's Amanda Waller. I'm saying even before I knew it was Amanda Waller's daughter it's just so she's the newbie and she's trying to like she has like a heart and so i've never even shot at anyone and all that but i just i can't muster up any kind of like uh really caring for her for some reason i don't know why hmm. i don't know we don't know maybe because she hasn't really cracked any jokes except for the <laughs> the first episode when she just wouldn't stop talking because she was nervous. Yeah. And then she's like, I, I tend to talk a lot when I'm nervous, and I'm going to stop talking right now. <laughs> Done talking. Close <laughs> in my mouth. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, I, I mean, I guess I care for her character, and I get that she's the kind of the voice of reason for uh, for Peacemaker. But uh, I, don't, I don't know. I think there needs to be a more pivotal moment yeah between the two of them maybe that's I what agree. for what you said steven maybe maybe peacemaker's gonna have him like about to commit some like heinous act and she talks him down from the ledge right so maybe that's that's where she falls in but yeah but uh it makes sense yeah yeah cool cool the chode cool. less traveled anyone have any more thoughts any any last thoughts on this episode no i'm all out Chode. Chode. <laughs> this Chode this show you. is definitely a little you. bit more entertaining oh, than the bo- <laughs> book of Boba Fett. <laughs> I was so mad. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> oh, man. I said this this series is definitely more entertaining than book of Boba Fett is. Even I know they're oh, for sure. definitely two different things, but this series is definitely ah, – I love Vigilante – Man, he's such a cool character, and yeah, I think, I think there's nine episodes in this series, so we have wow, we have. I'm pretty sure it's it's either eight or nine, but we have some. We have a we few got more a while left. To go. That's right. That's right. We'll be talking about this one for another few weeks, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's all. I think that's all of our geek news of the week. Was there? Yeah. Do we have any more geek news for the week? I feel like we should probably give a uh, a shout out and a rest in peace to the actor uh, from Moon Knight that just passed away the other day, mm-hmm. uh, Gaspard Uliel, the French actor. That's, um, that's right. He played uh, Midnight Man in the series, and at 37, he had a skiing accident. That's very very unfortunately, un- passed away. It's very unfortunate. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. 
All right, <laughs> rest in rest in peace. All right, rest in beef. Oh my. Beef in peace. Oh my god. Oh man. <laughs> All right. Rest in queen. <laughs> Jesus Stop Christ. Uh, Where are you helmet, kids? That's right. Um, Steven, Steven, Mike, do you got any other geek news that you wanted to bring up for the week? Uh, no. No, uh, we're good? No. That's it, baby. Right. So that'll do it for this episode of the Flavor of the Geek podcast, where we talk about all things geek. Next week, we're talking about the Book of Boba Fett, as well as episode five of the Peacemaker series. So it'll be a good one. Check it out when you can. Steven, where can the good people find us? Well, Matthew, they can find us on Spotify, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Back to you, Matthew. If you're a cow, make sure you check out Apple Music. You fat cow. You son of a... All right, well, remember, my name is Matthew. My name is Mike. My name is Steven. And we love you 3,000. Day and night. I toss and turn, I keep stressing my mind, mind I look for peace, but see I don't attain What I need for keeps, this silly game we play, play Now look at this Madness the magnet keeps attracting me, me I try to run, but see I'm not that fast I think I'm first, but surely finish last, last Cause day and night The lonely stoner seems to free his mind at night He's all alone through the day and night